Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, West Virginia, are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia where we share with you each week some of the amazing positive business stories happening in the great state of West Virginia. Our goal is to help educate and inspire business people across the mountain state with these stories. This week, we're going to learn about the success of J.Q. Dickinson Saltworks, a West Virginia company, and their co-founder, Nancy Bruns. Nancy, are you ready to get down to business? Absolutely, Jim. Let's do it. All right. I'm so glad you're on our show to talk about your company today. Glad to be here. Nancy Bruns is Oh, great. Nancy Brant, Br- Nancy Bruns is the co-founder and CEO of JQ Dickinson Saltworks in Malden, West Virginia. That's in Kanawha County. Nancy and her brother, Louis Payne, revived the salt industry in the Kanawha Valley in 2013. Their ancestor, William Dickinson, came to the area in 1813 to pursue an opportunity in salt, and the family extracted the mineral until 1945. J.Q. Dickinson Saltworks is located on the same land where the fam- family industries thrived for more than 130 years. Nancy spent most of her career in the food industry, which led her to seize the opportunity to fill a niche market with a high-quality, sustainably produced American artisanal salt. Nancy and Lewis value partnerships with other producers and artisans that promote West Virginia. Nancy, Take a minute, fill in some of the gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Okay, well, I did, like you said, I did spend the first part of my career in the food industry, so I had my kind of finger on uh, trends and the way things were shifting, and with the uh, farm-to-table movement, chefs and consumers really looking for high-quality products uh, sourced regionally. I felt we had a real opportunity to revive the salt industry here in the Kanawha Valley and um, fill that niche market, which has proved to be true so far. Very good. Very good. Thank you for, for filling us in on that. Nancy, talk, tell us a little bit about the process. I mean, there's there's a, an ocean of brine under the, the land in Kanawha County, and you guys are tapping into that. So tell us a little bit about the process and how you, know, how you, uh, how you do make the salt there in, in Malden. Sure. So we're on top of the ancient Ipetus Ocean. It's a 400 to 600 million year old sea, um, which through tectonic shifts and continental plate movements got trapped here in the Kanawha Valley and um, dried up and then has been re-dissolved by a freshwater aquifer. So it runs under us like a salty river between 300 and 1700 feet deep. So this um, brine, or brine is salty water, Uh, was pushing up in springs in different places, and that's how it was discovered. Um, So we draw it up um, with a a well. It's just like a water well you'd have if you were away from a city or county water. Uh, And our well goes down 350 feet and draws this brine up, and then we fill our sun houses with it and let it evaporate and crystallize, and then we hand harvest it. It's about a five- to eight-week process, depending on the time of year. It's slower now with this time of year. 
Awesome, yeah. With this, obviously, you're using solar energy to to dry the salt, and I had a chance to learn a little bit more about your salt making on your website. But the thing that was interesting to me was back in the day, back when your ancestors had the the salt um, company, you know, they would use uh, coal and wood fire ovens, basically kilns. I would imagine they're called, and drying that. And now you guys are harnessing the power of the sun to do that. Yes, it was very important to us to be as environmentally sustainable as possible and have a very low environmental footprint, so we chose to use solar energy. So the process takes a lot longer than our ancestors, but we think we have a better, cleaner product because of it. We actually think of our salt as an agricultural product, something we pull from the earth. We let Mother Nature do the work, and then we we harvest it when it's ripe, so to speak. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I first learned of your company at the State Fair this past uh, summer, and uh, I believe I bought, my wife and I bought a jar of your uh, smoked salt at the agricultural building. You guys had a display there, I think, or something like that. But uh, yeah, so we were, we're big fans, and I didn't even know that until I started looking for uh, you know, another guest from the Kanawha County area for the show, and I was like, wow, I have the product. So that was pretty cool. So good job on that. Yeah, absolutely. So Nancy, what are um, tell us like if you could just like sum up what you do in thirty seconds. How, how what's your thirty second elevator pitch? I make um, salt from a trapped ancient sea in West Virginia by solar evaporation. That uh, is a high end culinary salt for uh, restaurants and boutique retailers around the country. Awesome, you got that down. Way to go. I've said it a few times. <laughs> uh, Nancy, what's, what's one thing that you're uh, really excited about for your company right now? Um, you know, we're growing quickly, and I, I love, um, as we grow, the partnerships that I can develop with other West Virginia producers. Luckily, salt is a seasoning that goes into most foods, so um, I love to find other producers who need salt and what they're making or that we might develop a product together um, and grow the business that way. So sort of value-added products. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity there for not just selling salt but selling products that are seasoned with salt. So, And it's important to me to stay very focused on West Virginia and Appalachia in particular when I look for these partnerships to... There's so much talent here and um, high-quality food products that if we can highlight it in some way, that that's really beneficial not only to us but to, to the produce, other producers as well. Mm, that's a marvelous way of looking at it. I, I love that. Way to go. Uh, so where, you know, in terms of your products, where are they being sold right now? Are you selling them online or do you have a specific market that's doing better than others? Tell us a little bit about where people are actually buying your products. So we have um, an online uh, e-commerce site through our website, as well as um, we have 600 restaurants and retailers across the country. Um, The majority of that is centered in the mid-Atlantic, West Virginia, Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, um, and West Virginia shops in particular are very, very supportive of us. You know, Tamarack and the uh, travel centers across the state all have our salt, as well as, you know, in the Charleston area have quite a few retailers, as well as, you know, actually probably have close to 100 just in West Virginia alone. So 
um, our website has a stockist page, so you can go on there and see if um, there's somebody in your neighborhood that's carrying it. Absolutely, and we'll make sure that we uh, include uh, that link in our show notes uh, for the podcast and also in the uh, print articles as well. Thank you. Uh, Nancy, as a business owner, I mean, obviously you guys started this this project in 2013. Take us to that worst entrepreneurial moment you've had. Uh, oftentimes we learn great lessons from some of the some of the things that happened to us. Uh, I'm interested in learning about, you know, one of the worst moments you've had in business so far. Take us to that place and give us a little background of how that went. So we knew that we would be able to produce salt because we knew this brine was salty and it's just very simple science that if you evaporate the water out of it, you're going to get salt just like on your skin at the ocean. It happens no matter what. But we didn't know if we would have salt that tasted good. So the first salt that we produced was was not good. Um, I was very disappointed in it, and we had to learn about um, what was making it taste a certain way. There's so many minerals in the brine that uh, were affecting that. So you not only have uh, sodium and chlorine and, and water there, you have calcium and magnesium and potassium and like 75 trace minerals. So we had to learn about um, what was happening in the evaporation process. So we had to ended up hiring an intern from University of Charleston to come work with us because it was just too high of a chemistry challenge for my brother and myself to to resolve. But once we got him on board and really started to understand what was affecting the flavors and uh, the calcium content was really high, so we had to learn to precipitate that out separately. And um, So we had to become little chemists here, and uh, that was a challenge because I did not like chemistry in high school. What was your one takeaway from that, that experience then? You know, I, I think that I'm a person who loves challenges, and I like to figure, figure problems out and come up with solutions, but I, I couldn't see the end result. Usually I can have a vision for it and say, okay, I know we can get there. But when we were faced with the salt, it was sort of off color and it really didn't taste that great. I thought, oh no, what are we doing here? We just spent $15,000 on a well and I've got an employee and I've got, <laughs> so you, you just, you just have to keep trudging through and find a way and ask, you know, asking for help, I think is, is the major thing. And people are always willing to step up and help. So Excellent. Nancy, you mentioned, uh, you know, you have a, a, a real passion for helping other West Virginia companies and Appalachian companies, and you're doing these ad, uh, added value um, kind of projects and, and so forth. But what would you say is the, the best thing about being in business in West Virginia there in Kanawha County? What, what's your favorite thing about uh, doing business in West Virginia? Um, you know, it's a, it's a small state, and people pick up on you and when they see a success like we've we've been very fortunate to be successful I feel like I have a whole state of ambassadors working for me but you know especially around the holidays because they want to give our products to their friends and family all over the country and all over the world really it gets shipped everywhere and I'm so fortunate that in a state like West Virginia that they've picked up on us and um, you know we share in this and you find especially in Kanawha County where the salt industry was such a big part 
of the early industrial uh, development of the state. You know, this was the largest salt-producing region of the country, and there were over 50 manufacturers and 100 different wells and thousands of employees. Um, you have... Uh, it's a shared history so that reaches to a lot of people. We're, we're a state where we have multiple multiple generations, you know, continuing to live here. So they, they have connections to the salt industry, and so they're excited to see it come back and to be able to share that with their family and friends and say, hey, this is what our grandfather did, and they started it again. So. Yeah, and it's inspirational because you truly have found a niche there. Like you said, the the – the farm to table movement the you know this this concept of having artisanal salts and and your salt is amazing it's not only have does it not only have a, a fantastic taste but it has a fantastic texture as well and so you're you're really bringing that back that whole uh, salt industry uh, and I think that's re- you know very cool so um, very inspirational, and I would also urge anybody, um, like I said, we're, we're going to put a link to your website in the show notes, but you have a, a wonderful video that kind of captures the essence of that, and I, I just thought that was a very inspirational story, so share that with uh, with our listeners. Nancy, what would you say is your best business moment? We talked about your, your worst and the great lesson you learned there. What's your best business moment so far? Oh, there have been so many because, you know, I, when I wrote the business plan for the business, I had... Us, you know, by year five that we would be in the black and making money and on our feet. But we, in two and a half years, we were in the black and we've really grown more quickly than I ever thought. It's been much more successful. I mean, I knew it could be successful just because I modeled it out, but the way that it has grown and the reception that it has gotten nationwide and to have have chefs like Sean Brock and, you know, Thomas Keller's The French Laundry in the Napa Valley and uh, Linton Hopkins and uh, Spike Garrity out of Baltimore and Washington. So excited about this product and wanting to use it in their restaurants that that was really an affirmation of the vision that I had and um, to have those those chefs who, who have great palates um, really love our salt. It's like, wow. We've we've really got something here. It's impressive, number one, and inspirational. I mentioned the word inspirational, but just to be able to see that vision that you had come to life has got to be incredible. It is, and it's, you know, I tell people my stars are perfectly aligned. I couldn't ask to be in a better place because, you know, not only have I had a vision for this business, but it's a business that has such deep roots in my family. And so I come to this land every day, to this farm, where my family's been for seven generations and and it and I'm doing work that is is meaningful to me and drawing on my roots but making it last you know kind of recreating it for a new generation and you know I don't look at this business as okay I'm going to build it up and then I hope somebody buys it and then I'll make a zillion dollars or whatever but I want um I see it as a business that will Stay in the family, and whether it's Lewis's children or my children or our cousins' children, um, I figure there's going to be some Dickinson cousin out there who will be interested in this business who will will want to keep it going, and hopefully will come work with us and um, be the next CEO of the company and take it in another place. So we've we've been in business seven generations in the Canal Valley, and we've survived because we've been able to adapt and change and and 
keep it going. So I see it as a, something that's long-term. That is awesome. Well, thank you for that, Nancy. Uh, right now, I'd like to take a, a second to mention our incredible sponsors, The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, Mylan, My, uh, and United Bank. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. All right, Nancy, let's get back to it. Nancy, tell us a little bit. You, know, you talked about the vision of your company, um, you know, starting out and how that's evolved and just exceeding your expectations. What's the vision for the company long term? How do you see uh, J.Q. Dickinson Salt Works, you know, five years, ten years down the road? Um, I see it, you know, continuing to grow and um, increasing our production and growing, you know, uh, adding more sun houses, adding more employees, as well as really growing these value-added products. Um, you know, we make caramel sauce. I'm working on a line of different uh, chocolate sauces that are made with a bean-to-bar chocolate company out of Shepherdstown. Um, I'm looking at starting an Appalachian um, artisan subscription box that would be um, promoting not only our our products but other Appalachian producers Um People love to have that kind of surprise arrive every um, every month at their door, and we have such great products coming out of the state that we can have. Um, yeah, I'd really like to focus on that and grow the business that way more toward the e-commerce side. Um, you know, and maybe more flavored salts. There's a whole world out there that we can explore. So I've I've got a laundry list of things I'm kind of working through. That I keep adding. And no doubt, yeah, that's awesome. And no doubt you'll you'll accomplish those. It sounds like you're very passionate and driven about about your company. That's that's incredible. Thank you, Nancy. What's what's one piece of advice that you would give maybe a, a young entrepreneur, a young person who's thinking about starting a business, or maybe even you know uh, you know going back and looking at something that may have been a business in their family and maybe re, reinventing that or re, re recharging that and relaunching it. What's what's a a piece of advice that you would give somebody here doing business in West Virginia uh, on how to get, uh, you know, achieve that success? Um, you know, there, a lot of people have great ideas and, um, and then never act on them because I think there's this moment of, of fear that comes in. It's like, am I really going to pull the trigger on this? Am I really going to invest tens of thousands of dollars in this? Um, but I say, go for it, but do your homework first. I think, you know, writing a really good, strong business plan is great. Um, I've also partnered with the local uh, Small Business Development Center, which offers free coaching for small business, and it's uh, great. Actually, and today is uh, Small Business Development Center Day. But it's, um, it's a great resource for entrepreneurs to... Uh, have that objective voice and to ask those hard questions and make sure you're prepared and, um, you know, go for it. I think the state can recover from our economic downturn because of small business. And so I would encourage anybody who has an idea that thinks they can do it to go for it. I love it. I love that advice. It's awesome. And thank you for sharing that. Great. uh, And coming from somebody like yourself who's actually done it and doing it, 
it's so so important. So many times there's there's negative voices in our heads saying don't do it, can't be done, or maybe you're you're hearing that third grade teacher, you know, <laughs> from 30 years ago saying you're you can't be, you can't do that. Do it. Right. And I had people say, why why are you doing this? Isn't salt every, every all salt's the same? Why do you want to compete with Mortons? And you know, like oh, you're you're not getting it. I obviously need to describe this to you better. So you. You just have to find that if you feel passionately about it and you have a good vision and you've done your homework, then you'll most likely be successful. And, you know, I'm always happy to to talk to people. I love to talk through um, business ideas with people. So I have several young people that I'm kind of mentoring in their business ideas. So I so important. Yep. Love it. Nancy, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I'm a detail person, and so I I think I drive my staff crazy, but I don't let those important details slip by me, and um, I want to make sure that we're very consistent on, on the product and the face that we're putting forward. And so I think my eye for detail has really helped um, make my business successful because you can't be um you have to be consistent and you have to be your best every day and i always strive for excellence yeah i i I love that and i can just say from my own experience of of an outsider looking at your company everything from the labels on your packaging i mean it's just so detailed and so precise and so beautifully packaged um and i could see that that you're a detailed person <laughs> based on that. So well done. Uh, Nancy, what's one r- resource that you use in your business that you just can't live without? Um, oh, gosh, that's a hard question because there's so many. You know, I think my partnership with um, Mesh Design and Development, their web development and graphic design company here in West Virginia, they have been a, a huge partner to us. But... Um, I also think that just internally on a day-to-day basis, our subscription to Dropbox <laughs> keeps us going. I, I love that. And I can log on anywhere and get any document I need, and um, we can share information very easily. So, um, But I love, I love partnering with West Virginia businesses that support me. So that, that's important for me. Excellent. Nancy, what's one book you would recommend for aspiring business people in in West Virginia? Um, I have been reading, uh, there's a series of books uh, from the people that started Zingerman's in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And they have, uh, there are three different books about leadership and small business. And um, those have been very helpful to me because it's uh, it's much more about a team approach rather than a top-down approach and um, get inspiring your staff to be a part of um, a part of the excellence and the face you're putting forward and the success of the business. It's not just one person, and that's been helpful to me because I, I tend to be kind of a uh, I'm OCD and I'm very driven, and you've got to do it my way or the highway, you know, kind of. But I so it made me realize it's not just about me. I've got to get the staff involved behind me and we are a team and that's um 
that's important because I, you know, I can't be everywhere at all times, and um, I've got a great staff who who takes pride in what they do. Everything, in my opinion, rises and falls on leadership, isn't it? Isn't that true? Absolutely. So those books are, have been very helpful. And, and tell us the name of the. Uh, it, it, you said it's uh, the group that started Singermans. Singermans. It's Ari. Uh, what's his name? Ari's. Rosenzweig or something like that, and it's about leadership. I can't recall the name of it. No. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I put those in the show notes as well, and uh, anybody who's interested in, uh, can find the, those books um, in the show notes section of the, of the uh, iTunes podcast. Absolutely. Nancy, this is kind of a little trick question, but if you could meet anyone in West Virginia, who would it be and why? Anyone in West Virginia, who would it be and why? Um you know, that's a that is a trick question. I um you know the the good news in West Virginia is I feel like we have pretty good access to anybody we want to meet. But I would you know one person that I would like to get to know better that I have just met briefly is um our president of WBU, Gordon Gee and I think he's an amazing person and his vision for the university and um his uh, the vision that he sees the connection of not just the university, but its connection to the state and growing business there. And I would love to, you know, share a meal with him and really kind of learn more about what he's doing and what he's driving for. Absolutely. We'll we'll make sure that he gets a copy of this podcast. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, it's one of our one of my goals here is to is to help. Uh, you know, we're a small state, like you mentioned, but I think there's a lot of opportunities uh, of making connections uh, that sometimes just we, we're just not intentional about. You know, and and even though we we are, it's easy to be connected in a small state like this, but by the same token, it's sometimes hard. You know, so that that's one of our visions here is that we can help make connections. That's hence the the reason for that question. Well, Nancy, this has been excellent, and just giving us a behind-the-scenes look at it at your company, what you're doing with JQ Dickinson Saltworks. Uh, in closing, uh, how can our listeners learn more about you and get in contact with you and learn more about your products? What's the best way to do that? Um, through our website, uh, which is jqdsalt.com, um, or you can call us anytime, 304-925-7918. And then our, um, just, or come by. Come by and see us. We're open for tours from um, mid-April through November. You can see what we do and learn about us. And we also have here on this farm, we have uh, the historic old furnace salt furnaces here that you can see as well. So Very cool. Are you guys on social media as well? We're on social media, Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram all that awesome stuff, so. awesome well thank you Nancy well folks that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal WVNews.com Interaction Media United Bank and Milan. as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the mountain state just like Nancy Bruns and JQ Dickinson Saltworks our hope is that we in some way inspire and teach you all by sharing these wonderful success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, positivelywv.com. 
And we also appreciate all the comments and encouragement we've been receiving on social media and instant messaging. And of course, we encourage you to share these stories too on your social media channels. For Positively West Virginia, until next time, I'm Jim Matuga.